0: Everybody, you're listening to Saturate, an AOC podcast with me, JJ Placencio, and
1: me, Molly Martin. And
0: today's, today's guest, guest is Chris Yang. <laughs> Woo! Welcome, Ooh, Chris, to the hey, house. Chris, great to be here.
1: Chris is our uh, local sports and rec ministry guy.
2: Let's let him say that. Oh, okay. Who hey, who are, who are you, Chris? Chris? I am Chris Jang, the local sports and rec <laughs> ministry guy. <laughs> wow, here at AOC. Yeah, I know. So it is, is not hearts? Chris Yang. Unless you're South African, oh okay, it is Chris Jang.
1: I've heard some controversy about that.
0: Indeed, in the but office, if you're like, if you're speaking Spanish, that J is a Y.
2: Well, there you go then. Then where does the South African come in? <laughs> I
0: have no idea. Yeah, okay. Well, there we go. I remember in high school, people would call me Yay Yay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did not. Saying, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the letter J
2: is pronounced <laughs> yeah, as a Y. Well, thank you for the ammunition. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're thank welcome. You the, the, yeah, little tidbit
0: there. Yeah, but
2: keep going, Molly.
1: Um, yeah, Chris, will you tell us a little bit about what Sports and Rec Ministry is and how you got started doing that?
2: Yeah, well, that's a pretty cool story in itself. But really, the Sports and Rec Ministry is an outreach. It's missional. Its uh, its purpose is to seek and save the lost. Uh, something from the message this past Sunday, as well as we are being intentional, not accidental. So excited to share about that and a cool story from last night as well. But uh, in regards to how we got started, it was pretty cool. I, I moved here to texas austin texas in february 2018 and we found austin oaks church in april 2018 Mm -hmm. and i was taking my daughter uh shiloh up to kindergarten class actually at the time it was pre-k and they were up in the gym so i went up to this third floor gym and i was like wow do you guys do anything here and i'm standing next to this guy with a beard and uh he's got his hands full with his daughter i'm like whoa what goes on here is this Jim always been here? He's like, I think so. And I'm like, do I, you guys do anything with it? He's like, I don't know. Maybe we would if we had somebody to lead it. And I said, well, good luck with that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway, that was Pastor Brandon Zisky. <laughs> yeah. And then we would eventually like, catch up to that at a dessert with the Zisky's later on when uh, Austin Oaks Church became our home. And then uh, creatively, we would think and brainstorm together. And uh, we decided to use uh, some of my experience back in California, running leagues, events, tournaments on the beaches, and uh, youth ministry and working with foster youth and
0: created a sports and rec ministry right That's here. That's right. How long have you lived here in Austin now? Uh, two years. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So are you one of the ones that love in and out uh, and, You yeah. know, this is... I can say this because we're in Austin,
2: I'm safe here. But yeah. no. I think no. their French fries are terrible. Okay? Uh, <laughs> P. Terry's is better than In N Out. You heard it here first. Their French fries are my
0: favorite. <laughs> in N Out, highly overrated. Yeah. But I do support them. Yeah. Um <laughs> now we did have a Wahoo's fish tacos for a little while. Do you remember that chain from California? Yeah, yeah. It's
2: still good in California. I never saw it here, so huh. it looks okay. like I never will. Yeah.
0: <gasps> Woe is me. And of course, California pizza kitchen that's got to be from california i'd imagine
2: yeah the only place where uh you can give me a salad and call it a meal
0: (laughs) really yeah no not so much not
2: for me
1: anyway you know texas roadhouse was not actually founded in texas it was founded in indiana so yeah serious so never assume just because it says california that's Mm -hmm. right from california is there indiana
2: roadhouse
1: um i don't believe so no indiana doesn't have any local trademarks i don't think (sighs) Indiana
0: Chris, let me ask you a question. <gasps> okay. Can you think of any stories recently? I think you even said before we started like, "Hey, I got a great story.": You're not like that. that's why: that That's yeah. my impersonation of <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> hey, I got a great story. <laughs>
2: Yeah, this it's just a really cool series. Um, it's inspiring. It uh, captures my heart personally um, through all my experience. But it's just amazing to me how God can work um, when you're trying to be intentional, when you're praying for it, looking for it. And that's one thing about this series that everybody can get excited about, especially here at Austin Oaks Church, mm-hmm. is the awareness to be intentional hmm. searching for it seeking for it the right. seeking mm-hmm. and saving the lost and one of the my favorite points about pastor chad's message this past sunday was that jesus came here his mission here on earth was to seek and save the lost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's one thing that we can't do in heaven yeah and us here right here right now we can seek and save the lost but we cannot mm-hmm. when we are in heaven and right, that right. created a sense of humility and mm-hmm. um urgency to me and that's what outreach really is all about. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about sports and rec ministry, you're talking about a vehicle that uses one of our favorite pastimes, sports and recreation, to seek and save the lost. So after hearing this message, and a really cool part for me personally was when he talked about uh, Paul maturity as he got older. And at the end of his life, when he started and he made a statement about being the greatest of sinners, Mm -hmm. you know, that wisdom of maturity, just, uh, you know, early on, we talked about in Pastor Brandon's message Mm -hmm. about, hey, be, be... You know, be like me as I imitate Christ. Paul would say this. And later in his life, when he would come back and say, uh, I am one of the greatest of sinners. And Mm -hmm. that kind of humility and awareness. And that humbled my heart, especially when Pastor Chad brought it home. When Mm -hmm. he said, if your spouse knew about you, uh, if all of us knew what your spouse uh, knew about you, would, they, right. would we even let you in the door? Right. Would you even listen to me? Mm-hmm. And so that kind of personal uh, realization about the darkness within, about our, you know, our sinful natures personally, uh, was really brought home. So after church, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it to the meeting, and my son falls asleep in the car, so I'm not going anywhere. But my daughter wants to hang out with me. And she's not going to sleep. So I have to go to Whataburger drive-through because I wouldn't go to Mm In-N-Out and um, getting her some fries. And they ask me to pull up, you know, as they will, as they're waiting for people and they have a nice little double line going in their drive-through. And somebody, and they give the food to the person behind me, but they've given the person nowhere to go and they've given me nowhere to go. So I'm blocking this poor guy Mm -hmm. and now he starts honking. And he's no getting mad boy, yeah. and I have nowhere to go. Yeah. And I'm looking at my son. I'm looking at this guy honking in the mirror. I'm like, dude, I got nowhere to go. That's my California coming out. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I'm like kind of waving to Bra. him, just saying, what do you want me to do? Shrugging my right. shoulders, just kind of giving a sig- signal that, hey, I acknowledge you, but what am I supposed to do? And he rolls down his window, you know, and he says, go park somewhere. And I can feel this like personal, this rage and my Mm -hmm. pride coming up. And I'm like, only my children are probably holding me back. But here's the thing, that rage stayed within me. And finally, a parking spot opened up right in front. So I scooted up there, but the anger was already there. And the guy went back and I waved at him to try and like just say, here here you go, you know, have a good one. Mm -hmm. And the guy, you know flips me the bird hmm. you know and as a uh, it wasn't fried chicken or chicken sandwich now it, that water water. No, it uh, was a special bird uh, just for me <laughs> that's awesome by the way jj just handed yeah. <laughs> chris a
1: piece of foam because chris keeps tapping his fingers and <laughs> fiddling. i am a hand
2: talker okay so anyway i'm very animated <laughs> as you can see Or here, but uh, anyway. So the rage stayed within, and I was angry, and I was literally gripping the steering wheel, just going, "Please don't take it out on my family. Please calm down, Lord, change my heart." Mm. I'm angry, I'm furious, and I know it. And and Shiloh would say, "Can I have my French fries?" And I said, "Sure, go ahead." Yeah, You know, and I'm just, don't say anything, just calm down, don't take it out on your family. And that rage just really kind of stayed with me. And uh, then I started remembering the message today and that darkness within and the mm-hmm. humility. And the peace that came over me as I, my go-to verses Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Mm-hmm. And my summation of that is think right, do right, and feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it really calmed me down and helped me settle in as guests arrived at my house. And I arrived at my house and I had a great time Flash. Uh, fast forward 8 hours later I'm at the league right and I get to play referee it's a great time highly recommended for anybody that wants to uh express their humility and uh you know <laughs> grace and right. put it into action mm-hmm. and uh you deal with some great and amazing guys and less than half the league uh attends AOC in the Sunday mm-hmm. night league and uh there's a group of teams that are specifically um ones that we really want to seek mhm and reach out to and share the gospel with. And uh, it's one of the last games of the night and these guys are furious. And there are some missed calls as there will be as part of the game, but competition, you know, it breeds from, (laughs) you know, competition is competition and you can't curve that. So finding a way to curve competition and still do ministry at the same time is one of my biggest and constant challenges. Mm -hmm. And I got two guys yelling in my face and it, it's getting insulting, it's getting offensive, oh, and boy. I'm sitting there and I'm just going, why am I not mad? And I'm feeling uh, the supernatural peace of God just come over me, mm-hmm. and it's almost like, and I'm having this moment in a split mm-hmm. second, but it feels like minutes to me, wow. that I'm remembering what God did to me in that car, almost like giving me that rage, mm-hmm. using right. my sin to prepare me for this moment Wow! And I was able to take probably a couple minutes of good, solid abuse and just say, I'm sorry, fellas. You're right. I was wrong. Let's move on. What can I do? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, just be a better ref. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that with you guys step by step. Stay with me. Hang in there. After the game, one of the younger guys comes up to me and he asks me, how did you do that? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. do what? Kind of like getting into my zone for Mm -hmm. the next game. And he's just, how did you not? get mad and uh i was able to kind of share with him the message my experience today and share with him our purpose of the ministry and he goes wow that's really cool and you did it without talking churchy Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and i took that as a great compliment but he was also very honest with me Mm -hmm. but god using i almost want to say he used my sin to prepare me to do his work at my ministry and remind me what it was all about and people ask me all the time what uh, you know what makes you different What Mm. makes it a ministry? And I always tell people, it's a ministry that uses sports, not a a bunch of sports and a bunch of leagues and a a program that tries to be a ministry. It's the other way around. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the heartbeat of it right there. And uh, that's what happened. So having that moment, uh, ironically, I was all smiles after that. So guys were mad at me and the the anger didn't go away. The competition didn't go away. But I just had this great attitude and I was so thankful. And as the evening closed, I just remember just uh, kind of kneeling down, having my own moment, just thanking him, totally energized. And then I would be totally interrupted by a FaceTime call at 11 p.m. for my daughter, who was still not asleep. Awesome.
0: Wow. Well, yeah. you know, that's a great story, though, because I think even for me, my number is when I'm driving, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Boy, I can tell people, like, I've never flipped the bird. I haven't flipped a bird uh, in a long, long, long time. Um, but um, I think that's the actual state bird of New York, if, I'm correct, <laughs> yeah. if I think about it. It's
1: uh, Chicago, too. Yeah. Is it? Wow. Okay. In mm-hmm. California,
0: the, I might add. Yeah, yeah, it might be the oh, official yeah. state bird. The um, United
1: States of America.
0: I used to get right. a lot when I still had
2: my California
0: license plates. Right. Now not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, but it is like a really good run-through of what? you experienced and Mm -hmm. how you channeled all that Mm -hmm. emotion and I think that's what some people don't know what to do or they take the wrong path Mm -hmm. you know and I'm guilty of that too but it is it is amazing once you can kind of give that back to God and then you have this peace And then other people see it and then they go, what is that? Mm -hmm. You know, like that guy, that was pretty amazing. Because that's going to live with him forever, don't you think? Yeah, but there was also
2: the awareness in me because of our series, inspired by our series and what we're doing Mm -hmm. here and what's happening at Austin Oaks Church. Quite frankly, I was looking for opportunities to share Why? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And God giving me somebody that asked me the exact question I was hoping to hear Mm -hmm. uh, gave me the opportunity to share Mm -hmm. that. And I was intentionally
0: speaking loud enough for the other guys on the bench Mm -hmm. to hear. What you're kind of saying, though, is God has given you situations where you can practice living intentionally for him absolutely Mm -hmm. and also uh, by his grace he's given me the awareness to recognize
2: Mm -hmm. when those opportunities come up Mm -hmm. right that's a big difference because i always don't catch that but intentional not accidental Mm -hmm. i used to make a joke that uh, in youth ministry and working with foster youth Mm -hmm. a lot that a lot of things happen accidentally that to his glory And it's now I kind of have this new perspective with the new direction, mission of our church and what we're doing here. Right. Uh, You got to be intentional. You got to look for it, Uh, constantly pray for it, seek it. And then God will provide those opportunities to seek Mm. and save the lost. And uh, you know, I may not ever see this guy again because ironically the, the kid who asked me the question uh was visiting he was a guest on the team he wasn't actually on the team Uh, he was visiting one of his buddies from out of town gotcha so i don't know what's going to happen with that i mm -hmm. don't know the Mm follow-up i shot the team an email uh even kind of hoping to be reconnected with Mm him i don't know what's going to happen but uh that that's to his glory and it's Mm -hmm. up to him so you get to play a referee a lot right (laughs) Chris, you don't actually play referee. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. you it's, are a ref. Yes, it's a, part. It, a lot. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's a specific uh, action item where you just take on the right. zebra stripes of
0: mm-hmm. suffering and pain yep. and put a target on your chest. Uh, That's how, what a reference. How is. has that helped your marriage then, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> well, there- you give out red uh, cards uh, or yellow cards? Or, yeah.
2: You, no, none of that.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't done soccer yet.
2: But in my marriage, I can say this, that uh, I, I can absolutely, when my wife is mad at me, uh, which happens, you yeah, know, every once in a while, <laughs> right. uh, every once in a blue yeah, moon, on, she might be upset on. with me, right. and she'll get in my face, and I can actually smile because like, uh, I am armed to the teeth and ready and willing to take the abuse, but then I notice something. My smile makes her more mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then if I laugh, God forbid, mm-hmm. That makes her even more mad. Yeah, And then you could put a cape on her and she could be super mad.
0: Right. It's yeah. pretty awesome. But yeah.
2: uh, other than that, honestly, just more patience all around to my family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if when you can take that and you can right. love and you can see people as God sees them, mm-hmm. then it's really easy right.
0: in the midst of adversity at home mm-hmm. to see right. your wife how God sees her, to see your children mm-hmm. how God sees them. It's one of the things Pastor Chad mentioned, and you expressed Mm -hmm. a lot of this. And bro, just as I've known you, I see this a lot in you. Because even Chad was saying to be a great leader takes a lot of humility. Mm -hmm. And I just see that a lot in you. So just kudos. Um, But even beyond kudos, like what an inspiration you are, not only to the people who are playing in the sports rec, but a really guy that I think lives that out Mm -hmm. really well. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I might wear here's my your card back. Jersey. You wanted me to give that. Is that. Did I say that correctly the, on your notes that you wanted me to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah appreciate okay. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. There was a <laughs> part that you were missing about my physical uh, greatness oh, as well. <laughs> and, you know, my grey hair. hair. lush hair, yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Handwriting. Yeah. Yes, tricky. yes. But so, it's- Chris, it's an honor.
1: that example you shared about, you know, kind of maybe getting heated in line and then, you know, later that happening on the court, I got to imagine that happens a lot, especially when um, the competition is high and, and everyone's um, egos can kind of get in the way of the game. And so whatever that is, whether that's basketball or volleyball, so kind of you and your team of leaders that you have in the sports and rec ministry, what does that look like for you guys? And how do you share with them about living intentionally for those people that are Involved in sports and direct ministry, that might not be believers or non goers? What does living intentionally look like there?
2: I can say, like uh, from a referee perspective, if we're talking about basketball, where the most heated competition is, um, what you're talking about there is you got you got to take it. You know, I kind of remember the series right before this. Take it all. You know, sometimes that all is not the most pleasant thing, mm-hmm. but you got to take it all in His name. How are we going to be different? We're going to hear them out. We're going to talk about it. We're going to communicate. We're going to become a family out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And volleyball, we call ourselves the volleyball family. We have a group meet. We call, hey, volleyball fam, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing here? Um, You know, Who's got a babysitter to share? All this Mm -hmm. stuff. The volleyball family is awesome. And the basketball is becoming that too. Um, The one thing that slows it down a little bit is, yeah, that competition. Um, I have guys telling me, oh, man, he's a great guy off the court.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: but on the court, man, he's a different guy. Mm-hmm. And that's one deep reminder to us. You know what? We can't be different if yeah. we want to seek and save the lost yeah. at every opportunity. If we right. want to be intentional, not accidental, you know, we got to take it all. All right. In the glory of Christ. And we have to be the same. Mm-hmm. We got to be consistent. And I've that's had lovely. my bad moments too. It's not sure. just the players. Oh, right. It, it's know. the ref. Don't think I don't have pride. Don't think uh, when I walk to the scorer's table by myself to drink a to have a drink of water that i'm not using that mm-hmm. in prayer to try and calm myself to try and remind myself what my job is and what mm-hmm. i'm doing here yeah. and uh, try to help others do the same
0: mm-hmm. well, but that.
2: uh those are those moments and that's why a team having a couple guys around me and having all these guys that kind of know what it's all about uh the accountability of your brothers playing basketball or your volleyball family to uh, just remind you and all you have to do is look at them and you're reminded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and sometimes all they have to do is look at you, and they're reminded, right. and uh, uh, and then it, it's awesome, because what you see is our apologies coming out from players before, during, after the game, mm-hmm. after, during the heated moments. Right. Um, it's pretty awesome to see.
0: That's so awesome.
2: It, 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 that part is kind of what keeps you going
0: yeah. when it gets hard. So. That's great. Well, hey, you're listening to the AOC Podcast. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Chris.
1: Hey, thanks so much for taking time to listen to our podcast and joining us here today. If you have not been to one of our Sunday services before, we'd love for you to join us. We've got services at 9 and 11 for our contemporary services. We've got a classic or traditional service at 930. And we have a Spanish service called Nueva Vida at 11 o'clock. So for more information, check out austenoakchurch.org. Or if you want to give us feedback, questions for our podcast, email us at podcast at Thanks so much. Everyone, We're back with more Chris. Chris, thanks again for being here. JJ asked me to share a little bit about my takeaways from the sermon this Sunday. And uh, to be honest, I didn't really listen to much of the sermon at all. <laughs> Nothing personal. It's not against Chad. Um, Chad, love you. Love love your sermons. Just was a busy Sunday. So I got little, little yeah, snippets. I, I
0: mean, I saw you getting ready for the growth track in the triple room, getting everything ready, serving... Yeah, everybody.
1: Yes, thanks JJ for witnessing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, on your Facebook um, page. Yeah, on my yeah. Facebook.
1: I was all over Instagram, so Ooh. no. Um So I called Chad on my way here and said, hey Chad, I'm about to film this podcast. Oh, so cool. yeah, give me give me some of your takeaways. What do you want people to walk away knowing oh, awesome. from this sermon. And so he um, said, here's three of the main points. And Great. I was driving, so I didn't write them down. Um, <laughs> so I don't remember exactly what they were, okay. but you know, yeah. if you go back and listen to the sermon, I'm sure you could write them down. <laughs> right there are probably good points about, about Jesus. living intentionally. Yeah. yeah. He said something Bible, about simply so. Jesus and following Jesus, meet no yeah. follow Jesus. So um, yeah, but there were three points to being an authentic <laughs> leader, living intentionally. But what he said at the end was um, humility is kind of the foundation yeah. Yeah. to all of them. Um, that's not verbatim of exactly direct quote of what he said, but something like that along those lines. And yeah. So I think just in leaders that I've looked up to and in my journey on kind of discovering who I am as a leader and how God has called us to be leaders, a big part of that has been humility, kind of Mm -hmm. um, bringing you down to the basics of what you think you know and who you, um, maybe the things that you think you're great at and kind of humbling you in those places, but also some of the most humble people are the people that have had the most weight in my life. Just in a leader that I've seen who's done that is um, someone that I consider a spiritual mentor to me. Um, I remember one time I asked them a question that was kind of just a, you know, general question about their life, and it was a yes or no question, and they said, oh, yeah, yeah, and then later they called me and said, hey, I lied to you earlier. I don't know why I did that. Like mm. my pride just got in the way and I wanted people to think X, Y, and Z of me, but that's actually not true. Like yeah. the answer was no. Right. And I, and I should have said no, but I, I don't know why I just answered yes and then was too embarrassed to go back on it. And so I wanted to call you and apologize to you and ask for your forgiveness. And I'm going to call this other person who had also directly impacted. And I just thought that was the coolest thing that they did that, you know, that's like great. they could have just... It was such a small little yeah. lie right. and it was such a thing that wouldn't have really impacted my future in any way, but it ended up impacting me in a huge way because I got to watch them have humility in that, hmm. you know, take ownership of, of uh, their flaw or their lie or whatever right, you want right. to call it, their sin. And own it and confess it to God, but also um, ask for forgiveness to the people that it mm-hmm. impacted, too. And so I think humility, I've just seen over and over again, be one of the biggest trademarks of a of a leader worth following.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing that I always think about uh, when I think about humility, and I always have to say I'm being serious because people think I'm joking all the time. <laughs> but this is actually a serious one where uh, I joined the band Sixpence, None the Richer, not mm-hmm. knowing the name where it came from, for like a good while. And then one time I, when I discovered what the name meant, it was really amazing. Uh, the story comes from C.S. Lewis from Mere Christianity, where this kid goes to his father and asks him for a sixpence so that he can buy him a present. And the point is that the father is no better off in the first place because he gave the the currency to... Um, the boy in the first place. Does that make sense? So Mm -hmm. in other words, like all our gifts and talents, God gave you Mm -hmm. that in the first place. So what actually can you take credit for? The fact that we're sitting right now, that we can comprehend language somehow through all this biology and science, we're able to play an instrument with an incredible nervous system, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Express yeah. love, express joy, all these things God gave us. The, all the musical talent that you see on the stage, we didn't fabricate that. Mm-hmm. God gave us that in the first place. Yeah. So what actually can someone give back to God that God didn't give in the first place? Mm-hmm. And the truth is it's our obedience, mm-hmm. You know, our love. But that kind of is the source of humility yeah. for me because what jj what do you how are you gonna have Mm -hmm. pride when i gave you everything in the first place yeah
1: Even in the things that I've seen in my own life um, to things that I think are really great that I do Mm -hmm. and waiting, you know, for people to kind of recognize those things, those are not always the things that get noticed and are like, wow, Molly, you're so good at that or you're so, you know, that was really amazing that you thought of that or whatever Mm -hmm. those things are. But a lot of the times the things that are kind of just almost seem more random Mm -hmm. are the things that... I feel like those acts of obedience when I'm just like, okay, I don't know why, but I just feel like I'm supposed to do this or say this. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of the things that make the biggest impact in other people's lives. And that is, um, the things that like, I feel like God's spirit has put on my heart to say or to do. And they're not from me, but they're just me being obedient. And right. so, um, a lot of the times they they seem random and they seem like they don't make sense at all. So mm-hmm. you kind of get nervous and you're like, why would I do this? That seems weird. Or, um, why am I going to go talk to that person? But um, those are the things like that humility in that moment to just say, okay, God is bigger and he's got a plan for this. And there's a reason he put this on my heart. So I just need to be obedient and do this thing or say those things, even if they don't make sense.
0: Right. Yeah. That's good.
2: Wait a second. JJ. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Yeah. 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 You you were in six pence. None the richer. (laughs) Can I get a
0: selfie? No, no, you can't. Um, you know, one time we were introduced as Sick Pants, None for Richard. <laughs> <laughs> was it in Korea? And I was in California. No, there you go. Korean town? Yeah. No, I don't know. Sick Pants, None for Richard. Yeah.
2: I'm Korean, Wait, by the way. What? Who is that? Case oh, nobody knew that. No. Okay. <laughs> Korean okay. Chris. Chris. Yes, That's what we Chris. call him.
0: Uh, so, hey, let me ask you, Chris, how can we be praying for you? How can we best support the sports ministry here at AOC?
2: I think first and foremost, um, just pray for us. Pray for the league members. Pray for everybody coming in. You know, with Austin growing so fast, um, sports and recreation is a great way to reach different people groups, especially um, new people looking for things to do, looking for people to connect with, looking for some community, some family. Um, This is a great opportunity for us as a church um, to invite them in. we're going to try to do an open play dodgeball. Mm. We're going to try to do some open play pickleball. Um, yes, that's right. We're going, to, we're going to try to reach every people group um, through sports and rec that we can. Yeah. And so praying for these um, intentional moments, um, praying us for us and the team to be in focus, praying for us to be humble and welcoming and inviting so we can get them into the next level, whether it's church, small group, um, whatever we can do to
0: invite them in and share the gospel with them. Hmm. That's awesome. Well, that's great. I think, what else you got, Molly?
1: Um, Chris, tell us a little bit about uh, your um, hobbies, your interests, some of your favorite things what in Austin, your Texas, your family, your Enneagram type.
2: Oh, well. Um, blood type. Yeah, basically blood type is, uh, um, my wife would know that, You're going to have to ask her for that. But, yeah, my life is all about my two-year-old son, Andrew, uh, my six-year-old daughter, Shiloh, and my wife, Joan, um joan is one of the lead coordinators of our mops ministry here she's awesome yes she is and she is wonderful and terrific and i love her dealer and she's the most beautiful woman in all the world make sure she hears this please and uh my kids you know shallow is attending veritas right now Mm -hmm. and andrew will hopefully get into preschool soon he broke recently broke a record he lasted 25 minutes in the nursery (laughs) before i got my text to go get him so So he has his own
0: sports rec right yes yes (laughs)
2: so i spend a lot of time in the oak room waiting for that text message Mm
1: -hmm. and actually have a uh, funny story about andrew oh no um i saw this sunday i saw joan and andrew in the hall and i saw on facebook that andrew recently said his first full sentence right yes and so that's really exciting but i saw him and i was like andrew can you can you say like i don't know what i was asking him different words can you say molly and stuff like that and instead of saying molly he said ghost (laughs) <laughs> and I thought it was really funny, yeah. because um, if you don't know me, I'm a pretty pasty person. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Andrew, way to call me out for being so white. But <laughs> yeah, Joan was telling me that he is. just really likes ghosts and Oh, read a, read a Halloween book Read a Halloween book hmm. About ghosts Okay or I'll go with that Sure Sure that's
0: a, Yeah sure Yeah whatever maybe, Jones. is. Maybe not so.
1: a direct quote But yeah. something like that
0: Hey well thanks so much Chris We appreciate you We love you Thanks everybody for listening uh, By the way I think I'm going to Set up an email for It's going to be a Podcast at AustinOaksChurch.org So we'd love to hear from you Talk to you guys later You want to say bye everybody Bye See everybody ya. Bye everybody Bye
1: AOC's podcast "Saturate" was produced by JJ Placencio. It was engineered by JJ Placencio. It was also mixed by JJ Placencio and edited by JJ hey, Placencio. Hey, and um, um, key actually, grip by JJ Placencio. Hey,
0: hey Molly, uh, let's stop because that's that's crazy. I was going to um, say the same thing. Yeah, it's nuts. Let's don't say that. Let's just let's just say. John Joseph placencio instead of JJ Plancio oh. if that's okay mm-hmm. yeah go for it
1: yeah. okay um, you know what I mean yeah, it, it, yeah that, that sounds fair um, it was yeah produced by John Joseph placencio <laughs> a,
0: engineered by okay John. John jo- <laughs>